This is your friendly spoiler alert from Marvel and Makeup. MCU spoilers ahead. I'm Quincy. And I'm Kay. And this is a podcast where I teach Quincy a little bit about Marvel. And I teach Kay a little bit about makeup. Welcome. MCU spoilers ahead. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. And today um, we are uh, diving into Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and we have a great guest. Um, He is a writer, producer, and director, and he's the co-founder of the independent production companies Hip Story Films and Dope TV. Yes, and he's currently in the NBC Writers on the Verge program. Please welcome Hakeem Hakeem Hill. Welcome. I'm here. Glad to be here. (laughs) Great to see you. Thank you for joining us. So, yes, we're going to be talking about Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, Just off the top, what's your relationship with Marvel and comic books kind of in general? I mean, I grew up on comic books. Okay. Um, I did not stay with comic books as I got older. I I did Mm -hmm. kind of had that habit of reading comic books. but I What kind of of comic books did you read, Hakeem? Graphic novels. Mm. Like my favorite one is uh is Batman versus Spawn. Was, oh, like beats uh Batman's ass. I loved it. But then I ended up stopping reading them, and then I didn't get back into it until like Iron Man came out back in '08. Okay, so you you did you start reading comics again? No. Oh no. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yo, no problem. I actually don't read comics. I Quincy's do. actually read more comics than I, I do, but I am more familiar with Marvel in terms of like the movies and the TV shows. But Quincy is not <laughs> as much. Don't you write comics? Huh? Don't you write comics? I do. Um, I work for uh, a company right now. I mostly do quality control. Like it's copy editing, um, and that's kind of how I started. Just uh, I had no, you know, I had. I thought comics were for like boys and it was, it felt like a very specific audience. And then once I got into web comics, um, there's just so many fun things that are being created in the web digital space. Um, and that's how I got into it and then discovered graphic novels that are not, I mean, the Superman uh, stuff is great. No shade to that. Um, but like, I just didn't know, like, I just thought you had to be like really into superheroes to read them. Yeah. 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 But and both and this podcast is about Marvel and makeup. Mm-hmm. And today's Marvel movie is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, a little bit about Captain America, Winter Soldier. It was released on April 4th, 2014, uh, directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, who are a brother directing team. Um, and actually, they're a favorite directing team of mine because um, they they started out directing a lot of television, um, like Arrested Development and mm. Happy Endings, and one of my favorite shows, Community. Do you guys yes. know? Commun- oh yes. my god! Yeah, that's where uh, Donald Glover got his start, right? Yes, yes. And yes. Then Danny Pudi was in it. Danny Pudi as well. I wanted to know if uh, I didn't look it up uh, if Community came before or after. It came before, before, that, right? Yes, you, yes. They were commun- Okay, okay, okay. Cool. I didn't yes. know they did TV first. You what? I didn't know they did TV first. I thought they yeah. did films. Yeah, a lot, a lot of TV stuff, uh, especially like you know, 
pilots like they did arrested development pilot as well as like other episodes of the series after it became a series yeah. as well as happy endings and community um I and that pilot shooting pilot film directing is kind of considered like film directing because it's that one off and you have to like sell the world and make it believable yeah 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 and you know, and um, you know, from here they they've gone on to do a few different Marvel movies, specifically the next Captain America and the last two Avengers. So this is their Marvel debut in terms of directing, um, and yeah, and they they've become kind of like a force in terms of like the rest of the uh, MCU um, through Phase Three. Um, Wait, other question, sure, Hakeem, you're a director. Um, would you, if you have, I don't know if they're twins, would you want to direct with your brother, twin or not? Yeah, I would love to. Yeah? My brother's actually an actor. Oh, really? Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, a, he's an actor. I've directed him one time. We never put the film out, but I directed him one time. He's been acting for like, since he was a teenager. Wow. You know? Yeah, he's a, he's a tap dancer, so that's how he Oh, cool. Oh, that's amazing. But yeah, I would, if he directed, like decided to get into that, I would love to do that. Yeah? yeah. Is he younger or older? Oh, he's nine years older than me. Oh. We've got the same face, so it's a little weird. <laughs> so you guys yeah. are twins. Basically, nine years mm -hmm. apart, I came out <laughs> a little later. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to do that. And I, I love the Russo style, too. Like, they just dropped a new movie called Cherry. Right. With, uh, I've heard of it. Spider-Man guy. Yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah, and it's, they were showing off. Like, they were just like, these are all of our skills. We're going to put it all into one movie. Well, that was interesting you say that because when we were watching, when I was watching this, I was like, you know, stylistically, this doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. Well, well this is yeah. interesting. I feel like this is where they kind of established the Marvel kind of look from this point on. You really think so? Well, yeah, because they ended up directing three more Marvel movies after this. I so see. I feel like this kind of established, this did kind of change things and, and made things more, even more consistent moving forward, in my opinion. I, okay. No, I I haven't, oh, really? Okay. I haven't seen, <laughs> hence this podcast, I haven't seen the other Marvel movies, so I don't know what it looks like. I guess it just felt much darker. This felt a little like sci like hints of sci-fi um, thriller-ish. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this feels not as uh, popcorn-y as... I thought well, it would be. Yeah, and for me, I feel like the action was just like epic. So much better. So much better. Yeah, like, and it's the first time they they kind of switched genres. Mm, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So they didn't really, they, all of them were just like action films before. But yes. But this was kind of like espionage. Mm. Yes, yes, you know yes, I mean? yes. This is the first time, when the soldiers the first time where they kind of delved and crossed genres. So it was, it was action comic, Plus espionage. Yes. You get the, the feeling of both films. Yes. You know, so that's, that's, they are kind of the ones that started that. You know, they look at like, obviously, you're not talking about Thor Ragnarok right now, but that was a comedy. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Yeah. This one was, a, was the one that kind of paved that way. Yeah. Know? It felt like that, like just tonally. From the jump, I was like, oh, this feels and looks completely different. True, true. And I remember specifically uh, how sneaky Captain America was in this one versus the first one. Because I remember Quincy, you were just like, come on, you know, wear something that's a little bit more sneaky than like the, the shield that, that had like the legit stars and stripes. Um, also, so he uh, definitely upped his upped his level in terms of the sneakiness in this uh -huh, one. Uh huh. He's picked Hold on, yo, so can we get into it? Yes, sure. Like, 
right, so go go ahead. He's he's dressing a little bit darker in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. notice that. And it's a and it's a lot more espionage going on, and on top of him sneaking around and being more discreet about things, because of the Russo brothers. Also, story wise, like metaphorically, he's 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 darker. True. Like this is Captain America's first time really questioning his leadership. Yes. Whereas the first movie, he's like, I'm just gonna take orders. I'm a soldier. Wherever you send me, I'm gonna go gung ho. But with this one, he's like, All right, why does why does Nick Fury know all the secrets? And we don't know everything. I'm just leading this, this group of people. They all got their own missions. Yeah. And exactly. That in his suit. Yeah. True, yeah, true. I- I felt like I noticed that it also like little things like with that, ele- like they kept going deeper, like the elevators kept going deeper and darker, like tunnels they went to kept getting deeper and darker, um, oh. which was really interesting visually just to see that. I didn't even think about that one. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I've not, now that you point that out, I was like, oh yeah, they were going down a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like into that, you know, that barracks where like the Zola computer was, which is like that, that stuff was buried deep. Because it was from the first movie, so it's been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But the first couple of scenes they're going like he's first he's jumped off the plane and he's going down. Then on the elevator he's going down when mm-hmm. uh, Harry shows him all the where the where those the helipads the helicarriers the helicarriers yeah and they go into the little basement thing he's going down. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, no, I just it hit me when they there was a shot where you it's from it's like a up shot here. I, what, what's the word I'm saying? I'm meaning um. It's a shot, an ang- a high angled shot, and you just see the elevator top go down, right. you know, mm. deeper, and it's like a dark hole. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Trust, secrets, darkness. Yes, and mm. and you know, and that's for me. This is like the epitome of Phase Two. Like they remember they mentioned it at the end of Avengers, and like the secrets that Fury was having, the weapons that they had been creating secretly. So this is kind of where that manifests. In phase two, the secrets come out. Hydra reveals itself. Um, and yeah, and, and Cap is forced to reckon with like the part he's had in this, in this like big system, bureaucratic system. Um, yeah. So, you know, so much to unpack here. Um, uh, one quick thing I do want to mention right at the top of the movie, you have the introduction of Sam Wilson, uh, the Falcon played by Anthony Mackie, you know, the on your left. Um, which I thought, you know, great introduction as well as like a great way to kind of like introduce a character, like the one kind of character that throughout the whole movie, he's like, I just met this guy, but I kind of trust him. You know what? I love that. I was like, oh, is this how guys make friends? Like, <laughs> I was like, this is such a bromance thing. Like, like Captain America just like it's this guy he met running and it's just like, dude, I know the guy. Like, I haven't gone to the gym since COVID. Yeah. I'm going to get my vaccine. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be going back. But I remember being at the gym one time and I'm bench pressing and this guy just comes over and just spots me for no reason. <laughs> we get into a whole conversation. I'm like, oh, God, who are you? <laughs> and then you're like, come over to my place and meet my family for dinner, please. And I feel like that's how guys make friends. Honestly, honestly, that is my dad. My dad, you know, because he was a coach. 
He used to be a coach. Uh, and so, and he also used to work at a gym, uh, at, you know, my hometown, but literally it was, they couldn't stop him from coming in and like opening up and closing. Like they, I don't think so they even paid funny. him, but he would do that. Like he would go and spot people and, you know, when they were by themselves doing stuff and he would eventually like invite them over yeah. <laughs> for lunch okay, or whatever. I think you met Kane's dad at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> that was definitely a bromance between Steve Rogers and, and Sam Wilson. But one thing I loved about this movie was it would have been so easy to incorporate a romance between Steve Rogers and, and Natasha, but they didn't go that way. You know what I mean? Like they kissed, but it was obviously for, you know, to, to distract her to die. Right. Yeah. They, they chose not to go with a romance and she's trying to hook him up throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that was different for me. Cause like, <clears throat> usually they'll have a romance. Yep. You know, especially yeah. it would have been so easy. Yeah. yeah. It's something I noticed that they do in Korean films. Um, I think Korea still has, I think, a long way to go in terms of like uh, gender roles and stuff. But if you watch Korean films with Korean lead, Korean female leads, there's no romance. Like the Korean <laughs> female lead gets to be their own person without a romantic storyline. And it's really refreshing. And I appreciated that too, that they could have like t- uh, a hetero couple could just be friends. Well, oh. And and I think it also is, you know, setting it up for their missions to come because, you know, Black Widow kind of becomes his like one of his wingmen on all like their future missions and stuff cool. like that. And cool. I personally thought it was so interesting. Uh, her scenes were so much more interesting and like weighted now that that we know like she's going to have her own movie and that kind of shows her origin story. So like every single thing that she mentions, you're just like, oh, are we going to learn what that is? We might learn what that is. I was like, I know Black Widow is coming out this summer, I think. And I was like, why did it take so long for her to get her own movie? That was the question yeah. I was asking. I was like, what? It no. shouldn't have taken that long. It, it yeah. Especially because she was there since basically the start. Yeah, since exactly. Like an Iron Man. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. She should have been there from, she should have had one back in like 2011. Exactly. She should be on like Black Widow number three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it is interesting that, you know, she... She, her first appearance was in Iron Man 2 and and so they were building it's interesting to see how they built that char- character throughout all these movies and then you're you're going to be like well they waited until now to show that pretty much what pretty much is a prequel cuz it's like her origin story that's coming out now so so yeah it's it's going to be interesting to see how informed that is versus what it would have looked like you know if um had to come out so much earlier. Mm. Um, Can but- I say, speaking of prequel, blah, 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 origin or origin stories, I thought we could have started this Captain America here and not the first one. Oh, okay. You didn't. You, I, you know, we. Why do you think that? Uh, the first, I, I don't know. I was like, oh, Captain America has arrived. He is here. Like the fight sequences were badass. Like the story made sense. You got a sense of like the past. And like in when we watched Captain America, it just felt long it felt like two different movies had been like smushed together um did you uh and i felt like they had dropped enough of like the fact stuff for you to know like oh okay like he's this old dude who got revived moving on no i think think this movie only works with the first one oh interesting why is well for one you feel the relationship between him and the winter soldier bucky more because you've seen him in the first one you've seen what she meant to him 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this he was that, that was his boy before he was All of this. military, before the super serum, super soldier serum. So to see that relationship, once you see Bucky's whole face and whatever that scene was where, where they're fighting, yeah, you feel what he feels. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it only works. And this is my favorite like Marvel movie. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Why is this your favorite Marvel movie? It's perfect. It's no, okay. Perfect. There's one qualm I have with it, and it's is really because it came after the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't he call nobody? He doesn't call Tony Stark. He doesn't mm-hmm. call Dr. Banner. Obviously, I don't know if Thor got a phone. He doesn't call Thor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, ah, why didn't he call all of these people? That's the only qualm I have, but that's only after watching the movie like a thousand times. But aside from that, I'm like, this is a perfect movie. Like, from start to finish, it's, it's a sequel. It's a pure sequel. But it's like, the way I watch this is the same way I watch like The Dark Knight. Mm. And where every scene builds up to the next. There's no, there's no extras. You know, it's just super airtight. Every, um, every, every storyline they, 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 they bring up, they finish it off. Plot holes. So I feel like this is really like a, a perfect movie. Um, huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's super interesting, especially cause you know, it does feel, I agree. It does feel like a full circle, but it is the middle one. So it is still, you know, connected and tethered to the the other two, the one that came before and the and the next one. Um, I, I, I will say that um in terms of oh, I think I lost my thought. No, no, no. Uh in terms of him calling other people, what for me it didn't occur to me because he doesn't know who to trust. You know? Shield Shield this this place that he's dedicated his his life to and all everything he's done since he's woken up is has now turned on him and like he doesn't know where to go and he eventually goes to again falcon sam wilson who he just met <laughs> and he's like you're my friend right um so you know so but that that is interesting like maybe story-wise maybe like even then he didn't even though he just saved the world with the avengers like with tony and them like he maybe didn't trust them and and you know eventually we learn how much that distrust comes out between tony and 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 cap um down the line another one that i love about this movie and it only comes back when you watch the rest of the movies and you mm-hmm. it, but like they tease certain things so there's you remember in um uh y'all didn't talk y'all obviously they talk about uh civil war yet not not yet that's uh the first movie <laughs> in phase three yeah, yeah, but I, I gotta say it anyway. So, do you want to? Do you want Quincy? Yeah. Do you want to? I wanna, there's you the seen only, it? no. I haven't. No, Hakeem, I haven't seen the whole purpose of this podcast. Oh <laughs> Wait, no, you we're can tell. We're order because she's never we're seen them. Doing it in, we're watching it in order, and it's so funny because we'll do spoiler alerts for the audience, but then like no spoilers for me. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to spoil it. But I can it, take. I can take. No, 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 yeah, no, she, no. No, she does this. She's, yeah, she's I gonna do. Take this, it is off. The, this is not the. This is not the first time. Take it off, I don't want to spoil this. Okay, this is I will. Like, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Cool. So, so, yeah. So, so, um, when with Tony's parents being killed by right. Bucky, they actually showed it like a, a, a hint of it in Winter Soldier. Yeah. In the Zola scene where yeah. they were showing all the redacted stuff. I, that was yeah. the first time that ever occurred to me. I was like, oh my gosh, I think that's where he learned and about Tony's parents. 
Yeah. So the first time I seen this movie, I did that didn't occur to me. Like I seen it, but I didn't I didn't think about it until right. I watched Civil War. And I'm like, all right, how did they how did they even know? Mm-hmm. Well, how did he get? How did he know? Yeah. Because uh, obviously I don't think that's a conversation that him and Bucky are having. Right. You know, when I went when we watched this, I'm like, oh, they showed it right there. Yeah, yes. And and here's the thing, like I've seen this movie a bunch of times too, but it was this time that watching it that that actually occurred to me. I was just like, when I, when I saw the documents up on the screen, you know, when Zola's talking, I was like, oh my gosh, I think this is that moment where he's learning, you know? So, so yeah. So it's, it's so crazy that after watching this movie so many times, that's the first time that actually occurred to me in that moment. So yeah. That's that's the, the, the great thing about, Hold on, can Kuzi come back? Uh, oh yeah, we're done. We're done. You're good, Kuzi. <laughs> I am. You know, it's oh, going to be so. You're going to be. You're. I'm so happy that we were. We were able to keep that from you. So okay, cool. great. You know what's going to be great is. Yeah. Um. Once I watch it, then I get to go back and listen to this chunk of the episode and be like, oh, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good we, we release these so so way ahead uh, in the future because if you yeah. were listening, you'll probably already have seen the movie. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Um, I was going to say, like, that's the great thing about one Marvel and Kevin Feige, but also the uh, the writers, I forget their name, just like Stephen. It's Mar- like, yeah, Marcus uh, and McFeely, I believe, are their, their last names, yeah. yeah. They they thread so many different storylines as well as storylines for future movies. Right. That, you know. Listen, this is like the longest television series in the world is how I've decided it. Because I'm like watching it and like as we're, I'm learning, we're unpacking like all these Easter eggs and we're just starting phase two, right? And like yeah. all those Easter eggs are already paying off. So I can only imagine the number of things that they're paying off and calling back in these later movies. And like y'all watched them like in real time. So there were like two, three year gaps in between. And I get to just like blaze through them. And I'm like, this is literally the longest, most expensive TV series in the world. (laughs) Well, it is. And and what I feel is interesting is like, I, it makes me wonder like how much you're picking up on the payoffs uh, considering you didn't have as much time to like simmer on them uh-huh. was, you know, I think it could work both ways. Either you're like, Oh, I just saw that. So I can see how it relates to this. Or mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm watching so much stuff. Like, so I, so you're not really aware of like all the details. Um, so I feel like it's, it's going to be a mix of like, Oh, this yeah. re- I saw, I recognize right away. And yeah. this I'll point out to you. You'll be like, what? Yeah. I have a friend right now who's going through the Marvel universe in order. So he'll do like Iron Man one, two, three, Captain America one, two, oh. three. And he's getting like a whole different, hey, and he's watched it already, but he's getting a whole different experience doing it that way hmm, as that's well. Way to so do it's it really too. cool. Hmm. Interesting. I interesting. I've seen the first one. I'm like, ah, I've never seen the second one. Which one? Thor two. I've still, I've never seen it. You ever seen Thor two? Okay. Interesting. The that was the one, one with Natalie Portman. Remember the ether? Oh yeah, the red Thor one was the, the so PMS. good. Yeah, it was the PMS one. Yeah, I we were we watched it and I was like, because there's this red thing, and I was like, oh, this is just women on their period. <laughs> like when she goes dark, I'm like, mm-hmm, that's me, PMS. <laughs> Wait, so so Hakeem, you do, you never plan to watch dark dark world? Dark- I, I, I think I don't need to. Like I know what happened. <laughs> I don't need to. That's so funny. Pretty much. Well, so I'm going to spoil it for you if that's cool. (laughs) So the in Dark World, that's where they uh, introduced the ether, the red 
Infinity Stone. Oh, yeah, I know that. Okay, yeah. So when when it it possesses uh Jane, Natalie Portman's character, and, and Quincy was just like, oh, so she has PMS. It just was PMS. She was tired. She was cranky. She like hurt people. You know, I was like, that's probably a metaphor for it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, this is just a woman on her period, and um. <laughs> Yeah. That was one thing I noticed about uh, Winter Soldier too was they didn't bring back any of the stones until like after the credits. True, mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quincy, did you watch all the way to the end? No, you didn't. <laughs> no, all the way to the end. Afterwards, says the songs. No, it's like a Marvel thing. Like <laughs> no, I know, but like this time I was like, oh, okay, you I'll know. Fast forward it. <laughs> then they also oh. bring they bring Bucky back. Like right at the the very end. Wait, time out. Oh my god. Yes, you're right. I could have. I've been. <laughs> I haven't been fast forwarding. We've been cr- having. We've been having problems with Quincy trying watching the end credits. Are you Are you saying you just realized now that you could fast forward? Yeah. Yeah, you can fast. It's it's it's. Streaming. No, I know. I know, but I just it just. <laughs> Did it occur to you? You born in the eighties. Eighty nine. Oh, there you go. That's why. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, the, the, there was like a double end credit one time and I watched that. I was like, I'm done. And then she was like, oh, that's the mid post credit. And I was like, oh, OK. And then this time I was like, oh, I'll probably know it's hinting at the next one. And well, didn't occur to me to fast forward. Wait, wait. So, so to, to, just to finish this off real fast. So this one did have kind of a mid credit one. Yeah, too. Did, no. it, and then it had the end and one. So did you watch either of those? No. Oh, cool. I'll watch it. I'll watch the, I'll watch it. Okay. The, <laughs> the thing is the, the mid credit, the end one is you're just like, okay, you know, but, but, you know, Bucky's still there. Bucky's still there. You kind of get that by the end of the, you know, you know what I have to stop doing is I have to stop looking shit up on IMDb while the movie's playing. Cause I spoiled Bucky's reveal this time because i was like I, I was like because Kay had mentioned bucky was going to come back and in my head it was like 50 movies down the line and so then I, I i wanted to look up some actor and i look up captain america winter soldier and of course the first person you see is the actor who plays bucky and he it's looks like done. fucking bucky and i was like <laughs> in this movie and, and just this this making this podcast is just a, such an epic battle between spoilers and what do you know and what will you learn and what do you know and trying to get you to watch, watch the after him. credits i gotta watch him in something else because he's he plays stale really good in like all of the movies i'm like he's he seems like a great actor i want to see him be more lively like he just yeah he's all they even call it out in uh oh yeah i don't want to spoil the uh, in the winter soldier I didn't oh, yeah. recognize him, by the way, at all. I, it, it occurred to me, I was like, I wonder if this is Bucky, but like with, with his mask on like this, he looked younger. And when he they pulled it off, he looked younger with his like long hair. And then when you see him in the flashback, he looks much older, much, much older. We just have kind of like a shaggy. Oh, the 40s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just like the difference between what his clean cut versus shaggy. I feel like yeah. shaggy always, always reads younger. Yeah. 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 I think I think that's on purpose too because when in that flashback when they show him, he is kind of the bigger brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rogers. You know what I mean? So whether it's makeup or the or the cut or a combination of all of it, he had to come across as physically bigger than him. Yeah. That's yeah. true. True, it's true. true. 
Um, well, you know, some other quick things I wanted to mention about, um, you know, the movie you have, you have some ancillary characters really getting into the action this time. You have like Maria Hill, um, you know, saving them in the, in the van. You have the whole epic Nick Fury sequence with him trying to get away from the winter soldier. Um, so, and, you know, I, I know it's Samuel L. Jackson, but it's almost like you can't, you can't like separate the Samuel L. from, from anything. <laughs> I'm like, you don't, I was like, you have all this equipment in your one car. I'm like, you don't have like an eject button or like a mayday button. Like, you know, I know you can take care of yourself, but like, I was like, you're pretty high profile. I'm like, you had everything but like a mayday button. Oh, to, be, to be fair to Samuel Jackson first, they designed that new Nick Fury after him. Oh, so cool. He did, all he did was fill in the role that they designed after him. That's so really cool. It actually makes sense why it, it comes across as Samuel Jackson because it should be Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. That's yeah. pretty tight. I mean, yeah. honestly, in my opinion, like in there is a real multiverse world where someone somewhere in this world, in this galaxy, in this in this uh you know frequency of existence, Samuel L. Jackson actually is Nick Fury somewhere. He is Nick Fury <laughs> to a T. Was there the just, original Nick Fury black or did they did I think they? He was white. Oh, that's yeah. Well, yeah, I that's think he really was white. Cool. And they, they obviously they have different iterations of comics all the time. So I think they designed this new one after him, mm-hmm. and he saw it and was like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do yeah. that. He was great. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. He's always, um, yeah. yeah, he's always good. Um, and and you have um the Stan Lee cameo as mm-hmm. uh the the guard at the museum. That was that was really fun and really sweet. And. A quick thing that actually kind of started here is, you know, since the Russo brothers do do a lot of the later Marvel movies, they have community actors. Uh, there's a there's a kind of a, a trend of community actors showing up in that Marvel movies. That makes sense because I was like, okay, is this before community or after? Because I was like, Danny Pudi is playing like a five liner in this movie. <laughs> yeah. What? Danny Pudi played Abed in community. Yeah. He plays the, the kid. That. You don't remember that? No, I didn't. I didn't know that because I didn't, I'm not a, a community fan, so I didn't. Oh, I didn't, okay. Yeah, that it was just showing up. Yeah, yeah. No, he, so that he's was like, like the superhero comic loving, like nerdy, like can go like riff on like twenty different. Like he he he's like a super smart dude, hmm. um, who just like riffs on Superman, like superhero stuff, and it was great to see him and like pop culture in general mm-hmm. in in community. He um, was Donald Glover's butt buddy in community. Like those two, okay. they were like the two nerds who like geeked out with each other and like right. played pillow fight forts and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a good show if you ever you ever have a ton of time on your hands. You know, you can zip through it. It's on. Netflix. It's on Netflix. What was that? You said, you said it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. 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 Um, Dan Harmon created it. I know the Russo brothers. Oh, one of them. I don't know which one, but he sometimes will have his have a role in the movies they direct too. Oh, interesting. He did, and yeah. did, he actually was in this one too. Was he? I didn't. I didn't even notice him. He was the doctor when he was like running down the hallway. That it was a oh. yeah. I didn't okay. That. Yeah, because he was also in um he was in Endgame and then the new one I was just talking about Cherry with Tom Holland he was he's in, in that. it too oh, oh that's that really too. cool uh this happened with me with J- John Favreau in Iron Man <laughs> yeah <those are> directors. <laughs> I know and I was like yeah who <laughs> yeah when she discovered John Favreau was also the director she was like what. 
Yeah, because I've seen him in a bunch of comedies, right? And mm-hmm. like, I don't know. He's one of those guys you're always like, oh, that guy, that guy. And and like, he's also the director. Yeah. You're like, really, oh. but like a so talented. Like the fact that he he did so many comedies and then he ended up being this brilliant director as well. Yeah, like, I would have never called that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, you, you stick around. No, I feel that? like I feel like with comedy people, I'm I'm not that surprised. Mostly because I feel like with comedy, so much of it is like setting the stage so you can break expectations to deliver a joke so i actually like i think the magnitude of how he was able to execute iron man like i think that was his first major movie right like on that level it's very impressive but like i'm not surprised a comedy person was able to execute it just because i feel like i don't know comedy is like collaborative and like you have to set the table to you know do jokes and stuff so i'm like oh yeah yeah, 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 and I, you got to know like timing really well too, mm-hmm. which timing. I feel like can lend itself to action. And also, I feel like that's the why reason why like in this modern era, like for me, like a lot of action movies tend to skew comedic, at least the ones that I watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost like it's almost like they're going more and more hand in hand than your traditional like action drama or everything serious, where you're like you need a you need to be able to like you know let the air out at some point you know um yeah. and, and, and and horror uh, too and horror so i feel like that the opposite mm-hmm. sides with the same spectrum you know because you're building up your audience and then you're blowing that bubble up no, true I, I agree and then like some com- uh horror situations when you if you just because i've had a few horror auditions and when you think about it you're just like this is an insane premise and like <laughs> what is happening right now and like if you just tweak a few things it's a comedy because it's like an insane situation and you know it's just less screams and dead bodies or you could have dead bodies and it's still kind of funny yeah (laughs) um uh, so yeah so just a few more things i wanted to mention uh one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when you know cap gives his great speech which he becomes also known for in later movies of like doing a great pep talk and then like the the Hydra people come into that, you know, bay with all the the tech people and like Sharon Carter. And he has like the gun on the tech guy's head. And he's just like, you know, release the things. And he's like, and the guy like looks down. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it because of Cap's orders. I was just like, yes, yes. Really Cap's orders, Cap's orders, you know. Uh, <laughs> that was a great scene. No, the other scene that was really great was um when he's in that elevator the yes. second time. And then he's kind of like reading the room. He's like, yo, if anybody wants to get off now. <laughs> I also was like, guys, come on. And I'll, mm, I know I know you guys think you guys are stacking this right now, but like he's he's 95 and he no, it's not this is not going to end well for anyone. He knows people. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, no. He's don't Yo, you know what's good about um the actor Chris Evans, mm-hmm. who's a Boston guy, you know, he's from Massachusetts like me. But Oh, um, okay. Yeah, he uh he did a lot of comedy before playing Captain America. True. Oh yes, wasn't he? No, 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 no. He was in. Wasn't um, he in Wedding? Cra- no, he wasn't in Wedding. Oh, Crashers. he was in not another teen movie. Yes. Not another teen. Was he? Movie. Yeah, he was. He was a lead. And then he was also in. Um, he was in Fantastic Four. Yes, I remember that. He was the. He was the. He was the flame dude who was yeah, like so arrogant. Human Torch. And a comedic guy. Mm-hmm. So when he first got this role, I was like, this guy? 
You know what I mean? Like I didn't know he was like a he's like an actor actor. Like oh yeah, Broadway too. Like he's he's mm-hmm. serious. Yep. He, yeah, yeah, complete, yeah. He did a complete one eighty for this role. I mean, but that makes sense because in Thor two, he has a little cameo and he he makes fun of himself in character. Like, oh yes, yeah. Because as Loki pretends to be him, and like I was like, whoa, like you're funny and that makes sense that he comes from a comedy but see comedy people can do everything and he directs too he directed a um a rom-com oh does he yeah i was just watching it the other night it's on netflix i think it's on netflix oh, what's it called yeah, it was called um before we go okay so yeah. he's like a trumpet player in um in grand station in new york that's what's called grand station grand central grand, grand central, central. Grand yeah central. yeah and then like a woman drops her phone and then it's about their dynamic throughout oh, all night. Cute. So it's really like, it's like two characters. Yeah. And he directed it like the same year, I think one of the Avenger movies came out. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know he was from Boston. I thought this movies, there's some shots that felt like it was from Boston. Like the, what is, what is, what is that like Richie area in Boston? Um, we're like I don't know Boston very well. Um, like fl- like Fire and Ice is there. Um, the Melting Pot is there. I don't know what that station that area is called. It's like very glitzy. Not on. It's like Newberry Street adjacent. I think I don't know my. Hmm. I don't know. There was just a few scenes where like the awnings and like the way the streets converge just reminded of me Boston's. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they have like very specific like little like awnings that come out in like the neighborhoods. <laughs> a what? I don't know what an awning is. Like it's like a little like baby like it's like the roof that juts out from like it's like it's like the, the top of the tent stuff when like yeah. uh yeah. Vice B. It's what? Where the Christmas lights are usually hanging. No, yeah. it's like this is, yeah, I guess, yeah, like d- dangling, but like, like, like the you know birds, uh, the restaurant, or like any restaurant where they have like outside dining. <laughs> I'll look it up after. Hey, we're doing a great <laughs> job. <is> <laughs> I'll look we're it up after. Great job. Not, it took place on in DC, so that's probably why. Uh, okay, yeah, I was like, it's either DC or Boston. Yeah, yeah it was it was just, there's DC. certain streets that I was like, oh, this feels like Boston. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, another place to think like, oh, we should try and look what that 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 city is, um, uh, and yeah, and you know, just you know, uh, the epic end scene of the Trescalian Trescalian. Actually, I, I have a note here that I should look up how to say that correctly, and I forgot to do that. But um, <laughs> so that that is a, one of the epic scenes I feel like in kind of the MCU as well, just like you know three helicarriers going down shooting at each other you know into buildings um which also comes back later um in the mcu when they're talking about like kind of what 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 has what the mcu kind of has wreaked wrecked on the mm-hmm. on the world um since right. you know these superheroes have have shown themselves yeah. um that was a great scene though, that that and then scene with the with the fight well for one it was great that cat had like an uh, um, kind of like an antithesis, you know what I mean? Like he, the, the complete opposite of him, right? And was and who also had the serum and was like stopping his every move, you know. And then also just emotionally, with Cap is like he brings back the line from the first movie. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm with you to the very end, and he he strikes him emotionally. Yes, yeah. That's why, that's why I say this is a perfect movie. Like they, they don't miss with any of the different beats, like the the action beats, the emotional beats. You know, you see how much 
even if you've never seen the first one, you still know how much Bucky means to him. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, let him sit there and beat his face in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but this he- is also why I feel like this could be the first movie. Like, right. you know? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like it goes either, both ways because there were also moments, I agree with you, Hakeem, where I'm like, oh, these things raise the stakes because you knew what he lost in the first yeah. movie and how much time has passed. Like, when he goes, you know, he makes jokes like, no one I know is alive. Like, they're all like, you know, the... Uh, String quartet, yeah, my acapella group, yeah, my yeah, 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 barbershop quartet is dead. So like those things, and then you know when you they go to the museum, what is it when like she sees a black widow and him are like she's like who's that? Oh, they're in the bunker, and she's like who's that? And he like ignores it. So like you you feel the pain, and I do agree. Like where you where the first movie serves this movie is with the loss and the grief. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they did great callbacks. They did. Oh, oh, speaking of callbacks, um, Natasha ripping off the face. Great callback. Was it? What was that from? Yeah. From the first one, because we went on like this whole rabbit hole because Red Skull in Red the first Skull movie rips, off his, rips off his face. And we were like, we were just saying like, that's a very good villain face. You didn't have to like waste that fake face. And, <laughs> and so when Natasha does it, it was like sick because it was like also like a digital face kind of yeah it was of? like a digital like, like a, a digital screen that she yeah had on her face. so that was really cool um and yeah i agree like the fight scenes overall just like elevated like when uh what was it when winter soldier does the knife work that was great mm-hmm. like you could tell they brought some like badass fighters like even the opening fight like all the fights felt very different but the same in the sense that like stylistically it felt like Captain mm-hmm. America, no matter who he was fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and Captain America, like when I was a kid, I felt the same way about him. Like I felt about like Superman. I'm okay, like, cool. Oh, this, this super oh, I see. guy, like he's goody two shoes. But I feel like they deaded that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. He's not that guy. Like he's going to question things. And he wasn't, you kind of see seeds of it in the first, y'all talk about the Avengers, the first one? Yes, yes, we've seen, seen that one. That in the first Avengers, after yes. he talks to Tony Stark, mm-hmm. but they really brought it out in this one. Yeah, That's how they really separated him from Superman and any goody two-shoes superhero that just, you know, is a super soldier for America. Yeah. Like, they really brought that in here. And it really, obviously, when you see the, the, the next one, they really foreshadow what's going to happen in, in that one. Yes, like, yes. Like, right, this is all... It's almost like he's in a new phase of his life. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> um, this yeah. happens a lot, Kate. This is the second knockout punch you've done with phase two. Uh, in our last Avengers movie, they kept hinting at like a phase two. And Kay was like, you know, like how there's going to be a phase two of the movies. And I was like, what? I live for those moments where I can make Quincy go like this. What? Like I've done like, like several. Of those already. <laughs> they're great. They're great for the gram. Um, yeah. And uh, so yeah, that that pretty much brings us um to the end. Yeah. Of uh, the Marvel Unless, portion. Do you have any podcast. hot takes, Hakeem? Yeah. And, oh, sorry, Kate. Yeah. No. Do you have any, final, any, any final words about the movie? Takes. My hot take is this is the best Marvel movie. Like, okay, very hot. The best one. You know what I mean? The fact that they're bringing it back now with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? They bring Sharon back so you finally see what happens with her. You know, I think 
I think it's a very super airtight movie. Mm. They, 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 the first time they bring in the cross genre, you know, bending in, in, in this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they, they, they tease that Captain America not just being uh, a soldier who just blindly follows things. He's 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 three D. He has different different personality traits. He's showing. You know, what I just realized too. Did, doesn't Agent Carter or was it in this movie where someone goes, "You need to lead." And like, isn't this him like really stepping into those those leadership shoes? Yeah, yeah Nick Fury says it to him. He says, um, at the start of the movie, or is it? Oh no, it's towards the end. It's, the, it's like the beginning of the third act where he's like, um, yes, 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 yes. You're, you're, you're giving the orders now, Captain. Yes, 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 yes. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. he really becomes Captain America. Yeah, you know, and in his own, and yes, yeah, it's, it's the best one for me. Yeah, no, no longer beholden necessarily to like this overall agenda, but just going after what he feels is like the next mission and what's you know, oh man, needs to be saved. You know, I can already see they Tony Stark and him were already butting heads, like, and he was being a good boy. Now I'm like very curious to see how Ooh. that's gonna work. And, uh, and- right, hold on, hold on, I know that. <laughs> I know you're not going to talk about it yet because you got to get to the Civil War whenever you talk about Civil War, but you got to bring up how their arcs cross. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know what I mean? So you watch how Captain America started in his movie. You see how Iron Man started. Oh, yes, yes, yes. In, in that movie, you really see how their arcs cross. Over. Oh, interesting. Interesting. They, yeah, that's like, that's brilliant work. I think it's the Russo Brothers too. Yep, because they did civil, they do Civil War, the next uh, Captain America movie, um, yeah. and and you know Iron Man is at he's at the end of his you know initial arc. You know he's done yes. with his first three movies, but when he does come back, he'll be part of other people's stories. Cool. So it's it's interesting how he ends up continuing his you know arc even when he's not necessarily like done the, with his the main character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm curious to know if I like Captain America. Once I see the third movie, I like got on board with Iron Man after I saw the third one. Mostly because <laughs> the third. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The way they do it, it's, it's hard. Like you see both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both sides. Yeah. 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 I mean, cause you're right. Cause Captain Iron Man starts as like, unpenetrable like on top of his game and by the end you see him very human and captain america starts the opposite like very human Human. very vulnerable and like yeah you can see the stepping stones of him being like a hero yeah yeah well i think that is an awesome take to end on i will say though quincy uh watch the dang after credits because it was a really important one (laughs) this time time. you can spoil it for me okay wanda spoil it Wanda and Petro Max. Is this the one where they show the one? They show up in the mid credit. You didn't even have to get to the end of the credits to watch this one. That one. So go watch I've been it. Wanting, oh man, I'll watch it. I've been I've been waiting for the Wanda one because a friend of mine, the the friend who's watching it in orders mentioned, oh she gets introduced here. Yes, and... in the mid credit scene of Winter Soldier. So go back and watch that, and we'll make sure that we talk about it at the very top. Um, I'll, I'll even make sure the next guest knows that we're going to talk about I'm it. so upset because I've heard so many good things about WandaVision. I can't watch it until next year. Nope. nope. <laughs> I can't. I have I have friends who are like, oh, now that people are vaccinated and things are open, let's go to the cinema and um, let's watch Black Widow. I'm like, sorry, guys, I can't watch that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how our recording schedule does, you know, because that is in July. Um, and we're, we're halfway through phase two, so yeah. we're, we're we're, we're coping along um so so yeah so that brings us to the end of the marvel portion of the podcast we're going to now stretch and share, share. 
Um, right now, we uh, choose a, share, a stretch, and while pe- we do it, uh, we each share a little bit about our week. Um, I think last week you chose Quincy, so I'm going to choose this time. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, this is one we won't be able to see on camera, but it's just like it's like doing this, but with like your foot. Oh, great! Like, oh my like goodness! That. Just like you know, it gets your calf going, and, and if you want to roll great. your ankle around too, you can do that. Um, and so since I picked the, the stretch, Quincy, do you want to start off with the share? Uh, yes, I don't have a share. Per- I always do this. I always like think of all <laughs> the shares I'm going to share. Like- I know. And then my brain forgets. Um, I don't know why it does this. Um, what's a good share that I want to share? I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Okay. I, I have one. I'll, I'll go. Okay. Okay, so my share is the fact that I have a balcony and the the door to open it has, is always a problem because there's like the screen door and there's the glass door and they're always just like, you know, hard to like move. Well, last night, the screen door pretty much was practically off the whole rail, except for like the one, like one side of it was still stuck on. So after a long debate, we decided to like just take it off. <laughs> And and it made the glass door so much easier to open and close. So now we're just like debating on like, do we just leave it off or like try to fix it and then end up struggling again? Can with, you just like, have the apartment manager put like send a maintenance person to fix yes, it? Yes, but, you oh, know, yes. But it's, it's COVID, almost like they fix it and then you're just like, it will it will work for a couple times. But oh, then, you know, by the fourth or fifth time, you're just like, ah, oh, struggling. Like the balcony. What was that? Now ask a question about your balcony. Sure, sure. Do you have pigeons that frequent your balcony? Oh, I don't think so. I, I have a balcony that connects to my bedroom too, and like I have a very bad pigeon problem. Okay. Yeah. You think they're pooping on the on the thing and it's making it hard I don't to move? Think they are. <laughs> <laughs> I caught them building a nest. I found <laughs> eggs. Oh wow! You found yeah. eggs. Yeah, I get rid of them. Like I, I bring. I mean, I don't throw them out, but I bring them to the front and just dump them outside. You know, but what do you mean I, you dump them outside? Bring them outside. You relocate them. Yeah, I, re- I relocate them. That's a better way to say. It. Oh, okay. Because I heard that if you let the eggs hatch, they won't leave. Like they just like build a nest and like <laughs> freak with this place. And they'll they'll like, yeah, they'll like imprint on the yeah. place and be like, "This is our home now." Okay, yeah, I feel so- like. You've told me this story, and I feel like it's shit's escalated. It, yo, I had pest control come through. They were gone for a few weeks, and then they came back like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, good you're to gonna know. I'm going to look out of, for those pigeons now. You're going to come out of the pandemic as, like, pigeon man. Like, you're just going to, yeah. you know? <laughs> I hate it. Oh man! Yeah. Did you come up with anything to share, Quincy? No, I was so engaged. Hakeem can go if he has a share. Other than your pigeons, any other details? <laughs> no other details about my pigeons. <laughs> Hi- or highlights from the past week? Um, Highlights from the past week? I don't think so. I was in Vegas the past week. I was a bit on vacation. No highlights from Vegas. Just, you know, yeah, Vegas yeah, yeah. so boring. Vegas, it was... It was actually it was pretty boring. Like I, I went to a day, I went to a day spa for the first time. Ooh. Nice. It was... It was I could only do an hour, like I couldn't do like a half hour. So it was my first time for a full hour. This guy just like massaging every part of my body that I never had massaged before. He brought my legs up and like cracked it in ways I never cracked oh. it before. 
Yeah, it was different. It was different, but I came out relaxed. <laughs> and oh, it that's had good. Uh, uh, CBD oil. So, mm-hmm. like, I came out super relaxed. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I'm waiting for the Korean spot to open. Um, and our favorite one is in Irvine, which is, like, a real treat because it's a drive, a long drive, so we don't get to go. And I was like to my girlfriend, I was like, hey, let's like look up if they're open or when they're opening. And people have left I miss you Yelp reviews on their page Aww. being like, we need you. Please, please make it out. <laughs> I miss you so much. I love it. It's crazy. Um, uh, I have a share. I remember now I went to the desert last week for a few days, which was really cool. Um, it was dispersed camping. Oh, yeah. It was dispersed camping. And What's so dispersed? You have, so it's like you can park, uh, camp anywhere, but like there's no like running water, like there's no bathrooms um, and you poop outside and I and th- there is one bathroom. So the first second morning we went and like used that bathroom. Um, the third morning I was like, fuck, I need to poop. Um, but then it's interesting because when you're there and you're like actually doing it and looking for a place to go poop, cause you have to, you have to bury your poop. You have to dig a hole and bury your poop. You're like, it was interesting. Cause I was like, I gotta go poop. I gotta go poop. I'm, I like grab the shovel and I'm going. And then, you know, you know, sometimes when you go poop, like your poop goes back inside and it's like, it doesn't want to come out. I was like, I don't, I don't need to poop. And I'm, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't need to poop. I'm good. I'm good. Then I come back to the camps. I'm like, oh no, I need to poop. And so I'm looking for a spot. Um, I don't know. It's just a very interesting experience looking for a place to take a shit. And then you wonder like, did my ancestors do this? Was there like a local bathroom spot everyone went to? Like... You know, or do they you just go? Did it, but they didn't really care where as much. Yeah, because I guess there was so much like land everywhere. Right, it wasn't as regulated. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. And then it was interesting because like the pants I was wearing were like drop crotch, so they were like low. It was not good for pooping. So I like took them <laughs> off, and I was like standing in my underwear at one point. I was like, "This is great, <laughs> very liberating to stand in nature in your underwear." I will say. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I feel like you're closer to how it would have been yeah. for humans in nature than, yeah. you know, with paints. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Huh. Cool. I pooped outside, guys. That's my shit. Every intimate share. Well, well, that's what we bring to the podcast the stretch world. And share. Intimate Intimacy. stretch and shares. Yeah. Uh, along with Marvel uh, uh, talk and into our third segment, we're going to dive into the makeup portion. Yeah, um, Quincy, what are we doing today? We're doing lips today. How can lips we be today. joining us? I got chapstick. Great, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Were, uh, okay, so <laughs> lips, 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 lips. So um, it's always good to moisturize. If your lips are cracked and cruddy, it's always nice to do like a little sugar scrub. Um, I hmm. didn't have you, we're not doing a sugar scrub because there's like electronical stuff. Um, but you would like do, you would buy like a sugar scrub or like a lip balm with like sugar in it and you would like rub it on. You can use a toothpaste to a uh, toothbrush to exfoliate. Okay. Your face, just your eyebrows were like, wait, you brush uh, your lips. Uh. <laughs> wait, can you use like regular, like house sugar? 
and like dip it in. And- Usually what people will suggest you do, I think, is you use brown sugar and like you can put like coconut. You can make there's like simple recipes at home. So you can use like a brown sugar mix, put some essential oils to make it smell yummy and like coconut. I think some people no, not honey. That's for hair. Um, And then you'll, you'll use that and like mix it up and you would just like rub it on like this. Mm-hmm. So you rub it on and then rinse it off. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, I, I know there's lip balms like sugar scrubs that people say like you can eat after because they're made out of like organic natural products, um, which uh. you could do too. I don't know, just because you're like scrubbing like dead skin off your lips. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess I guess you could eat. If you want if you want to see what skin tastes like all sugary. Probably yeah. would. <laughs> yeah, if you're like hungry enough, I guess. Um, so you would do that and then you would wipe gently wipe it off with the towel. I always say moisturize because you want your so, base. So chapstick is is lip mm-hmm. moisturizer it's mm-hmm. like lotion for your lips mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah. well that's the first thing i'm applying right now mm-hmm. um at one point i had like really peely lips and i realized it was because i was not drinking enough water and it took me like four or five days to get to a point where like my lips weren't dry mm-hmm. yeah drink 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 water well i so i am lips are good i'm putting on the moisturizer now i ha- i i did uh, I, in the winters, I tend to use this more because yes. it, you know, dries them out. But I feel like, I feel like whenever I do use it, I'm just reminded that it's there. And I'm just aware of like, when can I next drink something? When can I next eat something and not taste the chapstick? That That's just what you occurs should, oh, to me. Oh, that's interesting. I'm like that with lipstick. That's why I don't usually wear lipstick because I end up eating it all. Right, right. And, you I know. chapstick like a thousand times a day. Really? Really? I used to be like that, and I don't know what happened. I just don't use chapstick nearly as much anymore. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Then, yeah if but, I, you I, what? If I lose it, or if I misplace my chapstick, if it runs out, then I start getting like cautious about my lips, and then it feels dry. Oh. And I panic. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite brand, or do you use anything? I like the um. Oh, what's that bloom one? It's a. Uh, Visine, there's a Visine one. Is I like Carmex personally. No, it's not Visine. I think it's Blistex that I use. Oh, okay. Yeah, Blistex. Blistex is, is also very good. That one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Blistex is very good. I like Carmex because it's very thin. I remember when I was in Boston, one of the winters was so cold. I was like getting my lips here were getting so chapped. It was mm-hmm. like so painful. I don't miss Boston winters. At all. I do miss snow. I miss the quiet of snow and like the crunching of snow. I went in December and it felt different because I didn't have to go to work in it. Uh, I didn't have to shovel. It was like I just go outside and play with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, uh, there's a couple. I think this is one of those like Instagram things. There's a couple like somewhere in Colorado who uses a fire, like a blowtorch. Yeah, I've seen that. I would yeah. have to my house down. This is also very true. I would not trust myself with any sort of fire or just any anything, any heavy equipment, any no tools. <laughs> and I don't get. I would not, if I were a caveman, I would have not discovered anything because I. <laughs> I just brought that up. I right, quick thing before you get back into the makeup. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about like vaccines and like zombie apocalypse, I always feel like I have to get vaccinated. And become a zombie if that's what's going to happen because I don't know how to build a fire. 
interesting. So you're like, I got to turn into that's okay. So in a zombie apocalypse, you would turn into a zombie. That would be your strategy. I have no choice. That's your sort of that's your survival method is to be on the zombie side. Interesting. These glasses are like I got negative six point two five. Yeah, I'm blind as shit. I'm blind as shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Hakeem, you are much more logical than I because my solution is I just got to go die. So I just will <laughs> overdose on a bunch of drugs and die happy in a field because I can't do shit huh. either. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're very smart. <laughs> I'm also because I'm like, I don't want to see my friends die. I don't want to have to like kill my friend. I don't want to like, I don't know, like, uh, like have to... And I, I, I'm realizing I have not uh, thought about have not considered my role in the zombie apocalypse as much as others have. I guess I need to, I need to get on that. Yeah. I didn't watch zombie movies, so I had, I had to think about it. That's actually very smart. But then watch Hakeem, because like then in the zombie movie, no zombie would like. They'd be like, "You're too desperate. We can't. Like something's wrong with you. We you're don't a thirsty want zombie. You. Yeah, you're Be like thirsty a thirsty zombie. human. You'd be like, bite me, bite me, and they'd be like, nah." Nah. <laughs> what what is this? What is this? Twilight? Are you yeah. Bella? Like, trying what to is, be what's family? wrong with you? Like, I'm thirsty. I'll get out of here. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 That's no. funny. That's so funny. That's funny. That's funny. Actually. <laughs> um, I am switching back to lips. Um, speaking of eating, um, let's eat some lipstick. Okay. So this is lip liner. Right. The point of lip liner is to um want um. It's to prevent bleeding, not actual bleeding from your lipstick from bleeding um, out. Because sometimes you'll see women um, with like lipstick, you know, coming off their lip and this kind of helps contain it. Right. Um, You want to keep it sharpened. Are you sharpening it right now? Okay. I'm opening it. Okay, great. Uh, It's wrapped in plastic. Yes. Um, I don't think it's a sharpened type one. It's it's liquid. Oh, interesting. Oh, wait. Lip, lip liner, liner retractable crayon. Oh yes, it's a, so you're gonna have wind it. Yes, yes. Do you do that after chapstick? Yes, after or the chapstick. chapstick. You put on lipstick first, or you? No, you do chapstick, lip liner, then whatever lip product you're doing. Mm. Yes, and if so, you want to even moisturize it even more, like you could do a lip primer. But mm. yeah, there's always a primer. There's always yeah. a primer. <laughs> so, so then so again, go- it's like painting. Yes, 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 yes. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, primer is, I don't know what paint primer does. Do you? Well, you, you prime the walls first. I just know you do it. I don't know. Like- yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny because if you were to tell me, Quincy, you have to prime your walls before you paint them, I'd be like, why? That's just an extra step. Let me skip it. <laughs> but yeah, paint. every single thing that you're just like, and make sure you have a primer. I'm just like, there's like a primer. There's a face primer. There's an eye primer. There's a yeah, lip there's primer. A primer. Think, think, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so we're lining now, right? Yes. Okay. We're going to lip line the lip. Um, and where you want to line it is where the lip, um, your lip and your face skin meet. Right. Okay. Yes. yes I feel yes, like yes. that is a, that is a good, clear line. Uh-huh. versus like all the other lines where you just, here's the line. I'm just like, yes. oh, that looks so and what help, subtle. And what will help with this too is like versus trying to use this like, I have a, a liquid lipstick. It's This is like a brush and it's not pointed. So if I'm trying to like accurately paint 
to the line you will smear right unless you're very practiced uh-huh. so it's kind of it's also like you know in kind i don't know in kindergarten did you guys learn to like outline before you yeah. color yeah yeah that's what this is okay okay mm-hmm. is, it, is it the same color as the lipstick or like a is it black it it, de- it depends oh this is a nude one um it depends on the kind of effect you want to go for um you typically i usually like to go like make it a little darker and then or match 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 or make this a little darker um depending on how you want to do it you can do even an ombre lip which is like really dark and like it you know gets lighter um i just found out what they call a korean lip um and it's actually like the reverse like this will be like very red and it'll like lighten out into like a pinky which we'll do on another episode um Hmm. but we're just gonna do like a basic lip today cool so you you're gonna stop with your start with your top lip Yes, I'm going to start with your top lip. I don't think it really matters. Um, the key to your top lip, this little dent right here you see is called the Cupid's bow. Uh-huh. Um, and um, you will, I like to start there. Think about drawing an X. So you're drawing you, an X where the Cupid's bow is. Yes, right here. Okay. And then I'll draw and, it. And then you're kind of going back to the top of the peak of uh-huh. the top lips and going outwards yes and, okay and so is that you did you you the top of the x that mm-hmm. was also the 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 peak of the top lip too yes. right yes 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 okay so it's you're connecting it. those dots are you coloring the lip or are you just outlining outlining the part? outlining just just outlining the line like oh, like okay. you would when you're coloring just outlining uh-huh. the the outside of the space that you're going to yes. color in right. Uh huh. And then similarly here. So uh, for the bottom lip, you're starting. Oh, you're starting kind of like you're doing kind of like a back and forth type motion, not just yeah. like a like a line. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because that way it'll excuse me, because um, then if you try to draw like one line, it's not going to be even unless you have a really steady hand. OK, Versus that's a good you, that's a good tip. If you because I just go or even if you just, you know, like, less, yes, like you're sketching, go like out like this kind of like where you left it, where you picked it up, going back over it like uh, that okay. helps. This is a very um, when I watch makeup tutorials on YouTube, they have like a special camera that'll like zoom in so you can see. <laughs> um, well, so. I mean, it's it's interesting because like you know, since I'm the one that's not the makeup person, if I were to be like, you know, on my own, be like, okay, lip liner, let's line my lip. I probably would have just tried to be like, here's the line. Let me color on the line. Yeah. And then, and I'll be like, okay, line done. Yeah. But the idea of going kind of like back and forth, like a sketching motion that wouldn't have like naturally occurred to me. Yeah. um, Organically. Yeah. Um, Because then you don't, you're not sitting there going, let me just trace yeah this line right i mean i yeah. think some women do do that um do i do that no but, i guess because it makes it easier to keep the line straight and clean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so, so are you it? fully okay. lined now is that mm-hmm. what that looks like yeah you can't tell because it's like really close to my natural lip line okay and so yeah. why don't you fin- keep going and then i'll oh you want to then... see the finish okay so i yeah. don't have lip gloss i realize um, I do have lipstick, but I don't have lip gloss. So I'm going to use this liquid lipstick because it already has some like shine in it. Gloss in it. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start here in the middle. 
in the middle of your and top Hakeem, lip. if you have any interesting things that you notice at, about women doing lipstick please well, feel to try what what about my lips like uh i once burned myself myself i burned my lip skin off uh-huh. how i was in i was in nicaragua on a study tour uh-huh studying coffee and I, our tour guide took me and my boy to a bar and they were doing flame shots oh i didn't do it right <laughs> <laughs> i would i would be on i would have joined you yeah so i you know, I, lit on, I lit on fire <laughs> oh wow so your lips were like yeah i burned my lip skin off like clear off and luckily the lips are one of the areas on your body that will heal back the fastest uh, and the most back to its like original place you know that makes sense because your lips are being you know High activity, high usage. That sounded weirdly sexual, and I wasn't trying to be. (laughs) Yeah, but like, there's, you know, it's like the heel of your foot. There's a lot of like action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it Uh it healed back within like a month. But there's a portion of my lip, like, got to be really close to see it, but it's still kind of pink. Oh, okay. Hair. I see. Uh, This is a. I for some reason find uh this is uh, it's not in a sexual way i find uh drag queens who keep their beards very sexy Hmm. i don't know what it is i think (laughs) there's something very sexy about a drag queen with like lips i don't know it's just very sexy too i keep that in mind if i ever (laughs) (laughs) yeah because there's like drag queens will do like full like drag yeah. everything and keep their my pose on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's my lip. Oh, I don't know if this is a very good color. I usually use this color for drag. Um, it's dark. It's a darker one, yeah? It's a little bit darker. Um, I think it could also be just because I don't have like a full face on. But you would just kind of just colored in, colored in the lips. Yeah. And, and try then to I, stay within the lines. Yes. And what I did brown? was... Huh? What color, what color was that? Is it brown? It's like a almost like a ro- rose gold brown, uh, but I yeah, think it yeah. comes on brown. I think with this, like the makeup has to be a little bit darker just to support it because it's not, yeah. you know, it's a little bit, I don't know, not dramatic, but if I, it yeah. It does have like a, a glisten to it. Mm? It does have like a glisten to it. Yeah, yeah. This is, I think for me, for me, I would use this more as like a nighttime look. Um, okay, how are you doing? I'm starting to line. I feel like I've. Oh, that looks uh, great. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done the bottom yet. Yeah. I feel like I've colored in my lip a little bit more. That's like okay. instead of um like going back and forth over it, it's becoming a thicker and thicker line and oh, just okay. seeping more into. Then you can stop my actual lip. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm looking at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I don't see. It's just yeah, the line. Well, it, it's yeah, very it's subtle. Right? It this is kind of a, matches my lip color a yeah. lot. I oh, feel okay. Like. Okay. Um, that's the reason why do you have any um in terms of like theme quincy did you have any ideas about the theme Ooh, of yes, lipstick yes, yes. being connected um, to winter soldier um did i wow my brain was really off this week i did not think of anything um let me think of one right now we always try to do a thematic poll hakeem um where we try to pull like why we're doing we like try to do a genre mash of like wh- how the makeup thought ties in thematically to Captain America. I, I thought I had thought of something uh-huh. about how, you know, the, 
the thing is, is like Captain America is like a man out of time, right? So because he uh-huh. comes from like a different time. Uh-huh. And and for me, I feel like lipstick is one of those kind of like timeless makeups. Cute. Because even like even growing up, I didn't know what foundation was. I kind of knew what eyeliner was, but I knew what li- lipstick was. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I got the idea of like lipstick, it goes on your lips and it, it was like a thing to go out and like be fancy. Yeah. You a know? woman puts on lipstick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also reminded me how in the first movie when uh, Carter, when Peggy Carter shows up at the bar and she's like, <sighs> you know, she was in her red dress and she had her red lip on. I was just like, that was her kind of like distinguishing herself. So like, I am, I am woman, hear me roar. So, okay. you know, okay. now, I you like know, that. now in this movie, like he's no longer, he's no longer from that innocent time, but he's but, still timeless. But he's, he's still timeless. timeless. Oh, that's very deep. Mm-hmm. Like lipstick. That's very, very good. I was going to say, like, I noticed Black Widow's lips a lot. She's chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> Like when she had the little the little gadget thingy, like she got it out the machine and she's showing the gum. I'm like, that's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> Dude, she got like she really wore like was in super shape for this movie. I feel like oh, she yeah. was in shape in the other movie, but for some like I don't know if it was. I also liked how they did her hair this time, where it was like a really straight mm. blunt cut. Um, but she looked real good in this movie. Yeah. Um, mine is um, so with. <laughs> If I don't write this down, I usually butcher it. Mine is um, you get a kiss of what is to come, of what is to come, what what Captain America will be in the future. Mm. Bars. Bars. Oh. Yay. Hello. It's a, it's a dark one. I oh, use the darkest yeah. one. That is had. a very good color on you. Yeah. I think yeah. I went outside of my line. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we ever got you the correct uh, concealer for you, but if um, let's say you were here, uh, mine's a really like natural nude color, but let's say like you like smudged it out like here where there's like a smudgy. Um, you could either try with like a Q-tip or would a tissue You could use a Q-tip or you could get like a a a brush and dip it in your concealer and gently. Oh, and then fix it. Yeah, like white out. How do you keep it from going on your teeth? You know, I have no idea. I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> this is why I don't wear a whole lot of... Okay, that is a very beautiful color on you. It's 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 prominent, I will say. Because I, I usually um, try to go, like, to the extreme in a sense of, like, mm-hmm. I'll use too much of a product to I, so I can tell, like, oh, that yeah. was too much. Because yeah. for me, since I'm not as familiar with, you know, makeup, I kind of need to see... I need to figure out where the line is. Otherwise yeah. I can't tell what it's supposed to look like. So I can tell, I can tell I'm wearing lipstick. Yeah. Okay. This is, um, I actually, I think, I know you're still like practicing and learning, but I think you with a lip, like it just brightens up your whole face. Like it's really, I mean, it's, 
it's a I, I see the difference it is it is not subtle yeah i know so we did eyeshadow a few weeks ago hakeem and it was just like a natural eyeshadow like look and <laughs> Kay kept going like i don't see the difference like and i'm like you're not supposed to it's like a natural it's supposed look. To be natural yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what my next it. goal is to try to recreate um georgia smith oh her skin and her look love Georgia Smith. No, me too. Oh my God. Georgia Smith is an artist and her look, Kay, if you look at her, she looks like she's not wearing any makeup and she's so, and she, her, her skin is beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous skin, like gorgeous woman. And, but she has amazing skin, but then the way they highlight it with her mate, with the makeup, it's very Mm -hmm. dewy. It's very like stripped down bare, but like she has product on it to make her, I don't know. It's and it's so I mean, good. I don't even looks, know what you're saying right now, but it's yeah, whatever you're saying is true. Yeah, <laughs> she looks beautiful. But Kay, the lipstick on you, like it's just it looks, it looks great. It looks it looks different. It looks yeah. like I have lipstick on. I mean, yeah, that's my takeaway. <laughs> you know, I I I'm so like I'm not aware of like what is good, what is bad, what looks natural, what looks you know you know fancy. So yeah. to me, I'm like. It's fancy. This is yeah. fancy. No, okay. I mean, this, I think this gloss on, yeah. on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I think for you, like for me, I'm like, I have to at least just do my eyes. I don't really care if I do lips. And I feel like there's some women who can just like not do anything but put a lip on and they it just works. And I feel like for you, like a lip a lip person? Yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't even really have to oh, I feel do like I am eyes. starting to get like Joker vibes from no jerker no. vibes would be you'd Not be out to here yeah okay yeah. it looks really pretty what and so and here's the other thing so i have foundation on i also put blush on and finishing powder on today it's very subtle it looks very good okay good i, put anything on. I yeah. couldn't i can't usually tell if i do either <laughs> so that's the point um so that's why i was pointing it out to be like do it it looks good but yeah it looks like it's not there mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. it but, looks great okay i think even if you were not to do your eyes and you were like just to do lip and then you can have so much fun with lip colors too like this is a great i think color on you day or night actually um and I mean, if you wanted to more it's prominent i would have to look at myself for a while and be like am i am i willing to go out and look like this okay it looks gorgeous <laughs> it nah, looks it great, great. It yeah great. Your lips are mm. really, you have mm. just the shape. I like, I can see the shape. You have a really, you have a cute mouth. Yay. Yeah. Oh, wow. We yeah. learned something. We're no, learning. really. Like, I, I just, I love how your lip, I don't know. Sometimes lipstick on me, I feel like it's hit or, hit or miss sometimes. Mm. And I just like, it just looks cute when you look. Cool. Yeah. Cool. This would be a like really, a like, say that again? sometimes I'll see red lipstick and I'm like, I oh, she's. She got to be going somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can get away with that. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is a really easy way for you to look like dressed without being like, like dressed. Like even mm-hmm. with what you're mm-hmm. wearing now, it's a very nice, casual, like look. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Taking it all in. Oh, I will say I, I did come up with one last lipstick thing. Cause you mentioned black widow, like the, the fact that they're secrets. Uh, Sheila has been telling secrets. The lips are the uh, window to the mouth. Oh, so- loops, loose lips sink ships. And that's like a World War II <laughs> propaganda poster. True, true. 
Anyway. I just heard it on the movie. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it's just, it's like a major propaganda thing back then. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I think it's with that that we shall come to the end. Uh, so that's the time that we have for today. Thank you for listening and or watching, and and thank you to Hakeem for joining us. Uh, Hakeem, uh, where should would you know? Where can people, people find, find you, you on the internet or the projects? you'd like to tell us about i am on every social network except for tiktok and snapchat as chemo hill k-i-m-o hill chemo hill cool 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 projects i'm just right now me and my team are pitching a project um it's a it's a horror anthology um hopefully we'll 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 have a bite right now we're still just pitching it to networks so we'll see Cool, cool. Well, yeah, excited for that. And congrats on being in the NBC Writers on the Verge. That is such a coveted fellowship. I have applied many, many times and been rejected many, many times. So congratulations on that. Um, and yeah, and so if you'd like to reach out to us or find more about out about Marvel Makeup, you can follow us on all social media at Marvel Makeup, or you can email us at marvelmakeuppod at gmail.com. Please rate and review and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts or on YouTube. And please give us five stars so that our Asian moms can have something to brag about to their girlfriends. Yes. Well, thank you so much. This has been Marvel Makeup. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Marvel Makeup is hosted and produced by Quincy Cho and Kay Kanapu. Quincy is an actor-writer based in Los Angeles, California. Kay is a writer-performer for Filipino AF and an alum of the CBS Diversity Sketch Showcase. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Quincy Dinosaur and at Kay Kanapu. The music for Marvel Makeup was composed by Clarence Yap and our artwork was designed by Patty Lynn. You can find them on Instagram at Clarence underscore Yap and at PattyLynn.jpg. See our show notes for even more info. Quincy, this Didn't is going to be it. the after credit for this episode. We're trying, we make an after credit for every episode, but you still haven't gotten a hold of watching the after credits. I've been doing pretty good until recently. Um, haven't I? No, not really. No, I don't, I I don't feel like you've ever, we've ever gotten to the end and you're like, did you watch all the after credits? And you're like, yes, I've well, seen them all. Like you didn't have to wait at the end of the, at the credits at a theater. Like, yeah, you was, this is true. You know, I feel like this is, I, I do, re, I realize with Marvel, it's because of Marvel movies that you sit after for the post credits and not every movie does that, huh? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's a specific yeah. Marvel movie, which is what this, um, it's a specific Marvel thing, which is why we're telling you to do it because this is Marvel. I watched podcast. the Avengers one and the Thor one. If yes. Nothing else. You're also a filmmaker. And you want people to wait at the end of your credits to see your whole team. So yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Just watch all of that. And then you'll also get a bonus of the bonus scene.